0: Hi, Claudia. How are you feeling today? Hi, Stephanie. I'm doing great. Thank you. Yay. So awesome. So, you know, today we're going to talk about your move from Colombia to come all the way over here. So where did you grow up specifically and what was your childhood like? I was born in Cali, Colombia.
1: I, I can say I had a, a, a beautiful childhood, meaning that you know, I grew up with my parents in the same house, same neighborhood um, same friends. So it was, it was a good childhood. I, I went to the same Catholic school. I went to a private, old, like an all girls private school my entire life. So I did, I started in kindergarten and I, I went,
0: you know, I stayed in the same school until I graduated from high school. That's awesome. So that all sounds great. So what made you decide to leave Columbia? I
1: mentioned in the you know being in the same household being in the same school Mm -hmm. you kind of can say that I had a very um organized life Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so I I again I I grew up in the same house and the same school so that transition to a new country was a little out of that comfort zone Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but It wasn't something that it was, you know, planned, you know, uh, I guess, you know, after I graduated from high school, the goal was, again, I actually applied to uh, another Catholic university Mm -hmm. and I got in and and so the goal was to finish my degree in psychology and after that, I guess, get a job and, you know, stay in Cali. Mm -hmm. But I guess life had a different type of plan for me. And uh, what happened was that, you know, after graduating from high school, going into, um, studying my degree in, in psychology, going to my university, one of my close friends from, that, from those friends from my neighborhood that mm-hmm. I mentioned that I grew up with, he said that he was moving. And, mm-hmm. you know, just important to, to highlight that I, we're talking about the 90s it was maybe 1998 mm-hmm. you know when i was in my second year of getting my degree in psychology mm-hmm. and and so it, it was not as the world that we know today the world right now everything is global because of internet and because mm-hmm. of you know video calls and all of that but that was not the case back then so when someone mentioned like i'm moving you know, abroad, it was like a big deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so my friend said, I'm moving to France, which was even a bigger oh, wow. deal. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, in Colombia, people move always mention, like, the U.S. Mm-hmm. And, but this was France, right? So it was a little bit more, um, I would say, you know, extraordinary.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, by then, my friend and I, you know, growing up together we're at the time we were romantically involved so when he said that i was 19 years old and as mentioned in my second year of, of my psychology degree that was kind of like what i've always said that was the piece of the puzzle for to start this whole process mm-hmm. and um, i the first my first thought was well i need to find a way to for us to be together mm-hmm. continue mm-hmm. you know our relationship and so I, at the time, my mom's sister uh, lived in Amsterdam, mm. so I thought if I move to Amsterdam, we're going to be in the same continent, uh-huh. <laughs> and so in my 19-year-old rationale, I, we're going to be able to stay together, mm-hmm. and so what happened was that I, I started, without, I didn't say anything to my parents, I, I just started doing this internal research about how, because for me education has always been, you know, the most important mm-hmm. thing. And so I said to myself, I'm gonna do some research and I'm gonna see how I can um, apply to a school in Amsterdam so I can continue my psychology degree. <laughs> and that's what I did. So just to summarize it, I found a school, I applied to a school, uh, the University of Amsterdam and I got in. Oh, wow. Yeah. So When all that happened, I figure, by the time, Mm -hmm. my friend had moved to
0: France. Already left, okay.
1: Yeah, so, you know, this process of researching and applying and all that might have taken, you know, a few months. And so when things became a little bit more real, I broke the news to my parents. And, you know, my dad was excited for me Mm -hmm. because my dad kind of followed the same process in his 20s, meaning that. He moved to New York and when he was twenty, and and lived here for ten years. Wow. Though it was a little bit different. Mentioned. Remember, I mentioned that I had a very structured, good upbringing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For my parents, it was a little bit different. different. Yeah, he was the oldest of eleven, and he kind of yeah. yeah moved to New York to work hard and and support his family, his mom, his siblings. So it was a okay. little bit different than me. But he did. He mm-hmm, moved to New mm-hmm. York, so he understood. So when I said that I was planning to move into the U.S., um, he's, he thought it was a great idea. My mom was a little bit more; um, she had more reservations. Of and, course, yes. she doesn't want you to go. No, and she didn't want to. She saw it as breaking the family apart, right? Got it. <laughs> so she said, "But why? Right? Like, why do you want to move? Like, you're in school. You have everything here." And so you know, with that kind of split, you know. Um, you know support between my parents i continue and my aunt the one in amsterdam you know she did all the once i got accepted she did everything that we needed to do for the university whatever but um uh, what happened was that even though i got accepted to the the school mm-hmm. i had to apply for a student visa and i thought you know i got in i'm gonna get my student visa of course but they they, they 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 denied the visa oh no yeah so, and, and the worst part is that, you know, I got my, my you know, acceptance to the school. I went to the embassy oh, in Colombia, the Holland embassy, okay. to apply for the visa. And I had to wait six months for the response,
0: oh no which was crazy. Yeah, that's a long time. That's a long time. Mm-hmm.
1: So, when the, the response came, it was in Dutch.
0: Well, uh, <laughs> so, you wouldn't understand that? No,
1: so I had to go and find someone to translate for me. But the bottom line is that they denied the visa so in all this process it was almost like a year a mm-hmm. year and I had stopped going to my school mm-hmm. you know I stopped my degree in psychology it, because I, my mindset was already somewhere else and when this happened like my world kind of you know the stopped. like what am I gonna do now because mm-hmm. you know my expecta- expectation was to move so um but my mom was somehow you know like oh now you can stay <laughs> but i thought i told my dad no i i you know my my mindset was already somewhere else i really want to go move and i told him i want to move to the u.s so wow. the reason being why the u.s is because i started coming here when i was 15
0: okay yes yeah.
1: for my quinceanera my dad got me a ticket right uh, um a, a trip, mm-hmm. instead of like a big party, he said, okay, you can go to the U.S. US. Oh, it's um, to, to spend some time for, for your birthday. Mm-hmm. And so I came to, to New Jersey when I was 15 years old. Remember that I mentioned that my dad is the oldest out of 11. Mm-hmm. So after he moved here to, to, to live in New York and support his family, what happened afterwards was that he started bringing all of his siblings here. Oh, wow. So, yeah, okay, okay. most of his siblings moved to New York City too, to, to the U.S. And so I spent my, my um, trip, but yeah, my gift, um, that summer with one of my uncles in New Jersey.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the, the second time I came to New, to New Jersey was for when I turned 17. It was one of my cousins who invited me. So I was familiar mm-hmm. with the U.S. But I told my dad. I can't go to Amsterdam, but I'm going to call my uncle that live still lives in New York. Mm-hmm. And I told my dad, if he says that I can move to New York and live with him, I
0: will, move, do it.
1: I will move to New York City. And that's exactly what happened. And my
0: uncle said, yes, it's okay for you to move. And a week later, I was here. Wow. Oh, so that was a really fast process from the friends. So this one was very fast. Yes, and very different, right? Mm-hmm. So for
1: Amsterdam, I had everything planned. Yeah. I had a school in mind. I knew what I was doing. I knew that I, I, I even knew that I had to learn Dutch before continuing my psychology degree. Oh wow! Right? Mm-hmm. I got. I had a school. I Had everything for New York. I had nothing. Wow. I no I plans. Just, no plans whatsoever. I just, you know, I, I, all I needed was for my ankle to say yes. You can move in with me,
0: and and that's what happened. A week later, I was here. Wow. So. That was a fast transition, right? So now that you are in New York City, you came, you're living with your uncle. What were your first experiences? What was the plan now? Right, so I had no plan. (laughs) And uh, what
1: happened was, you know, I I arrived in New York and I woke up the next day. And after crying, I don't know, from home, because I didn't know what I was going to do, I told myself, okay i'm here and let's see what's gonna happen
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: and i just i i my mindset in my mind was this is my home now new york city is my home now yes and that's how
0: everything started okay so now that you were in new york city right no plans right so what were some of your goals right so you were a person that went to college, right? Were you planning to continue your studies in now New York City? Yes, yes, absolutely. So
1: I have an important point to make, right? When I moved, I moved to New York with my student visa. No, with my tourist visa.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I had a tourist visa from the time that I came here when I was 15.
0: Got it. And yes. those
1: visas they used to give them for five years. So my mine, mm-hmm. mine was still, you know, still able to travel with my tourist visa when I from when, when I was 15. You know, that's the first thing. I I was a tourist, right? And but I also knew that here I had to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Meaning my parents were not going to send me money from Colombia,
0: right? Mm. Because
1: they were not in no position to do that. Mm-hmm. Actually, at the time, there was my family, my parents, we were having a little bit of financial difficulties. So I had to take care of myself. And so the first thing was I needed to find a job. And my, my uncle, he used to work at a, at an Italian, in an Italian restaurant here in, in, in New York City. And so he found me a job as a hostess. So that was my oh, first, first job awesome. in New York. Yeah. <laughs> and I started working, I don't know, five days later. But wow. remember, yeah, so I went from, you know, my home mm-hmm. every, to like really taking care of my life on my own. I, I came here when I was 20. I wasn't a young girl anymore, mm-hmm. but I was still in a place where I was, I hadn't done this ever before, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. right? So I started working as a hostess and then... I worked there, I don't remember, maybe for like six months. And then after that, I I started working for a gym. And so that's an important point because I started exercising when I was 15 years old.
0: Mm.
1: And that has been a big, big part of my life that became very useful with, (laughs) you know, with my life here in New York City. Um, So... I got that job uh, at this gym as a receptionist after the hostess job. And that's how I was able to get into the fitness kind of environment. Um, While I was doing that, I I started, like you said, how am I going to continue my degree Mm -hmm. from Columbia? And so I first started, you know, some English uh, as a second language in Roosevelt Avenue in Queens at an institute. And then I felt like, no, I need something a little bit, you know, stronger or mm-hmm. more structured. So I found CUNY and uh, the City University of New York, which I've, I've always, you know, thought that is one of the best places mm-hmm. in, in, you know, in New York City Definitely. for education. And and so I started my English as a second language classes at La Guardia.
0: Mm-hmm. So I
1: stopped going to that institute and, and I, I moved, no, actually I, I started at Queens College first.
0: Mm. Queens College. Yes,
1: because after I lived with my uncle for, for I don't know, six months, I moved to uh, Fresh Meadows in Queens and that's close to Queens College, so that's how I was able to go oh, to Queens got College. It, yes. And so I was. I had my job as a receptionist at a gym, I was going to my Queens College classes, and um, I moved, right? I now had a roommate in Fresh Meadows. so my life was a little bit more organized, right? Yeah. Um, but by then it would have been maybe like two years, and mm-hmm. yeah, and in all that process too, Stephanie, my dad came to New York in 2001, and that's also important because remember when I mentioned that I came as a tourist. Mm-hmm. And remember that I mentioned that he lived here in his 20s. Yeah. So when, when he lived here in his 20s, he was able to become a, a legal resident of oh, this country. Oh,
0: that's great. Mm-hmm.
1: And so in 2001, when he came, my visa had expired. So he <laughs> started making that process for me to become legal.
0: Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so we, to, we applied for my green card in 2001. Uh, or Yeah, in 2001. But he, it took seven years for that to get processed.
0: So you had to wait a while a to get while, that process.
1: A while. And the importance of that is that I've always, and I still, I feel that I can't relate to the challenges that people go when they're undocumented, because yeah. I had that experience. Yeah. I wasn't able to get a, a bank account. I wasn't able to even get a, a phone, you know, a cell phone for myself. I had yeah. to do it through a friend. So, and those are not even close to the challenges that some people experience, experience here as an, an course, undocumented, definitely. you know, and, and status. So that was really challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I feel that I can speak about that. And so, yeah, so even though he made that petition and I, and I felt like I had some sort of like a, you know, light at the end of the tunnel, I still had to wait for seven years for mm-hmm. that to process. And so that's important, too, because if you're undocumented, you can get financial
0: aid. Exactly. You right? to pay out of pocket.
1: Right. And so the way I was able, after two years of ESL classes, mm-hmm. to continue my education was because, remember, I started as a receptionist at that gym. Mm-hmm. What I decided to do was to become a trainer, a personal trainer. Mm. And start working as a personal trainer to be able to pay for my education. So that's wow. what I did. Oh, that's
0: awesome. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: so I did, you know, I continued my, my ESL classes at, at CUNY, but I also started get, uh, studying to get my personal training cert- certification. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, when I got my certification, I applied to a very, very good uh, health club that um, no longer exists. It was called Sports Club LA. And so I worked there. Um, started working there in 2004, and at the same time, I had applied to John Jay um, to continue my degree in psychology, mm-hmm. and so it all kind of aligns, right? And mm-hmm. it, it, and the, the good part that I should mention is that is it all sounds so nice and kind of straightforward now, but you know, it wasn't that. Of
0: course, it wasn't that easy. It, <laughs> it was
1: wasn't that easy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got into John Jay. I was working at the Sports Club LA as a trainer. And so I had income to pay out of pocket because I couldn't get financial mm-hmm. aid. My degree, my bachelor's degree, and and I, you know, I can tell you today that I'm so grateful about how it all happened. Um, you know, being able to go to a really good school to get into a really good, um, get a good job at this at this health club. Like I, I feel very grateful today because that put me in the right path, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I also have people that guided me. And so I feel that today that's kind of like what I, why I feel that what, you know, what we do in the organization, that love is is so important because not everyone has that kind of guidance. Mm -hmm. And it's so important because if you don't, you know, if if you don't know where to go, how to do it, you know, that that kind of support is so vital that I feel that that's what we can show, right? Anyone that. It's kind of going through the same things that I went through mm-hmm. 20 years ago, that we can kind of show, right? Like here, this is kind of like the steps that you need to follow so you can accomplish your your goals, like finishing your 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 degree, your bachelor's degree, and that's what happened, Steph. So I, I I went to John Jay, started as with my bachelor's degree. I had a good GPA, I got a good academic performance, so they invited me to get my bachelor's with my master's and so it was a lot of work in terms of you know they say you can do that but you got to keep your GPA at 3.5
0: mm-hmm. and so
1: I worked part-time I went to school part-time but I was able to finish with both degrees so that was great. Yeah that's great.
0: So Claudia what was it like to be away from your family?
1: Something important to share I, I remember that I left home uh, two thousand. That whole process of getting my green card seven years, I couldn't see my mom or my sister for five
0: mm-hmm.
1: because they couldn't come here. I couldn't go there. Um, of course, yeah. My dad kept saying like, oh, let's wait until you get your papers mm-hmm. instead of getting your mom and sister, you know, documents to come here because it's more expensive. Let's wait for yours. But, you know, five years later, I, I told him this is, you know, too long. You yeah, got to bring them here. And actually, it was a good thing for my mom and my sister because my dad did all the paperwork for them and, you know, they became legal residents. So they traveled here in 2005. So that's an important point because that's a big sacrifice, right, that that I chose mm-hmm. to, to do for to follow my path that at that time I had no idea what it was. And so my sacrifice included leaving my home, not being able to see my, my mom or sister yeah. and. Yeah, but they were able to come here in 2005, and so I was able to see them. Another thing that happened was that when I left in 2000, my brother decided to kind of follow my footsteps, and he moved Mm -hmm. here in 2002, and so when he moved here, I moved in with him, so I kind of, yeah, Mm -hmm. from that roommate that I mentioned I had, I I got my own apartment, um, and, and my brother moved in with me, so... All of that happened
0: at that that time. That's awesome. And I know you have so much more in, in your life that happened. But thank you so much for sharing and your process. And I know there's more to come. So thank you so much, Claudia, for sharing.
1: Thank you for the meeting today. I really appreciate it.